Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome Welcome to today's esoteric. I know church day is Thursday, but he, he said we're going to do it on today. All right. Christmas Eve. Uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Get ready. All right. Let me <laughs> govern yourselves accordingly. Okay. Surrender and return. Okay. Don't know what this entails, but I'm just going to tell you, put your seatbelt on. Just allow that Baptist in me because that's what we tell people. Put your seatbelt on when the message is getting ready to be delivered. Buckle up and be ready to receive the message on today. All right. On this, there he is. All right. All the way from Galveston, Texas, founder and CEO of the ATSJR Companies, millionaire maker, innovative creator, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. I wanted to come to you today and I'll see you again New Year's Eve at the same time. 
on said Friday because I have two more chances to get in front of you to make sure that you behave like source energy. I've got two last chances before the calendar year it's over. Uh, thank you so much. If you do have your cameras on, you should know we're streaming live on YouTube so they can see you. So there you go. You are, you are looking sexy. Now, I want to talk to you today about return and surrender. I want to come to you in two parts. This is where you should start taking notes. Part one, I want to actually talk about surrender first. Part two, I want to talk about return. Inside of this, I have one, two, three, four major lessons for you. And I will highlight them each time I get to them. I'll repeat. I want to tell you about return and surrender, and I will tell you what that means. And then I want to tell you in two parts, I want to talk mostly about surrender. I'm going to do that first. And then I'm going to talk secondly about return. Obviously, I'll do that second. And I have four, let's call them rules for understanding or rules for life or goals that you are going to need in your situations. Everybody okay with that? Now, you know, as usual, you can talk back and forth with me. Your questions and interruptions don't bother me one bit. Fair enough? Outstanding. Now, just one more thing. We are streaming and you are being seen. So keep your pretty faces on camera. Let's understand the goal. Is that fair? Let's break the first down. Surrender. We need to understand the goal. As all of you have grown into awareness, this, what I like to call infinite intelligence. Number one, your number one goal should now be to find the path of least resistance in everything that you do. That's number one. Out the gate, we are discussing this. To return and surrender. We're talking about surrender right now. It is assumed you have been growing into the awareness of the one infinite intelligence. Even if you don't think you have, since you have incarnated, you are on your growth process. So as you have done this, your number one rule, the number one thing that you should be doing is growing into the path of least resistance in everything and every area of your life. Every relationship should be least resistance. The relationship you have with money should be the path of least resistance. The relationship with your children should be with the path of least resistance. And if your children are not giving you the path of least resistance, kill them. No, I'm just joking. I'm just totally joking. I'm just totally joking. No, no, no. You change yourself and find your path of least resistance in that resistant situation. Because the more you keep trying to change them is the more they are going to keep pushing back 
because no one likes or listens to human righteousness. The very thing, very person you are attempting to change is the very thing that is going to make sure it never changes. Today, you cannot tell a Trump supporter that Trump is bad. Today, you cannot tell an Obama supporter that Obama is bad. Because once your mind is made up, any righteousness that you would like to inundate us with, we reject. No one likes to be force-fed and all human righteousness has to be force-fed. There we go. We're starting off well, aren't we, Grace? Yes, I'm liking this already. I'll repeat number one again. Your number one goal is to find the path of least resistance in every area of your life. And if it is something that you cannot change, like your mother, like your children, like your fingers, you were born blind, or anything of that manner, some handicap that you were just born with, worry not, find the path of least resistance there, and everything will flow. I'll keep explaining. So now that you understand that, let's talk about this infinite intelligence. All of you have access to this infinite intelligence. Now, this is where I have to pause a little bit because some of you already doubted me. Some of you have just considered yourself behind the ones who get it. Who knows what I'm talking about? See, Grace got a hand up first. Well, I don't get it like Shannon, so maybe I don't, something's wrong. How many of you said, something's wrong with me? I don't, I, I don't understand what, what, I'm talking to you. The same intelligence that runs this world, the, I don't believe anything around this world, doesn't matter. The same thing that got this world here, you have access to. The number that is infinity, you have access to. The ever expansion of this universe, which is energy uncollided, you have access to. Understanding that, allows you to understand this next thing. It's not a rule, but I can't move forward without telling this to you. You do not need someone else to reach your full capacity. Oh, we gonna talk in this place today. All right, Susan likes that. You don't need anyone else to reach your full capacity. And that is a fact. The only thing you needed was to be born. After that, you have always been the master and creator of your own reality. We're going to come back to that. But you do need to understand this. So all of you waiting for the right mentor, don't. Create yourself the right student, you, and the right mentor will show up. You do not wait for something because God needs not to wait. God creates. But Antonio, God is ever patient. God creates everything God wants. So therefore, God can be patient. Kind of the way it works, right? Of course, God is patient. 
God created. And if God ain't created, God said, I just wait till I created next. You don't need anyone. You don't need anything. You don't need nobody else to be at full capacity. Let's inverse that. Nor can anybody else stop your full capacity. Yes. That marriage did not break you. The marriage didn't break you. The opinion about being divorced that somebody else gave you broke you. I'm gonna lean all on this thing today, Sister Booker. I got just a few. Just I got I got like seven days to wrench around and wrench it off. You're drunken, sir. Come on now. <laughs> the divorce did not break you. That opinion that you made a belief system from somebody you trusted about what divorce represents, about where divorce will send you, that's what broke you. It wasn't the divorce because in the same manner, you don't need anybody else to get to your full capacity. It's the same manner that no one else can stop your full capacity. How can I stop you when I don't own time? Mm. And how can you be behind if you don't own time? Mm. It's both and. You can't be behind. I should have graduated already. How many of you said that? Don't lie to me now. Come on. Don't fool me now. All right. You don't say that anymore because you are right where you're supposed to be for your ascension on your path. And if you should have graduated already, it means that, you, especially if you believe in God, it means that your God is so weak and so wimpy that your mistakes were more powerful than God's will. Mm. Can I walk a little harder, Damali? I'm going to walk just a little more harder. How on earth are you serving a God that is so weak God can't look past or do past your mistakes? Do you hear what I'm saying? Old preacher in my town, Marcus Cosby, Dr. Marcus Cosby, says God has more love for you then you can ever have sin for him. Watch it. That was for you Christians. Under no circumstances. Watch it. Actually, another, another preacher of my town, Dr. Dwayne Brooks, says God kingdom can't come uh. until your kingdom leave. Oh, <laughs> That's the one right there. Nobody can stop your full capacity, nor can anyone be responsible or influence your full capacity. You are the master of your faith. You are the creator of your soul and you hold all the cards. You do not need anyone else to be at full capacity, young folk, and you don't need nobody else to tap in. Oh, y'all gonna hear me on this day. You don't need no organ. 
Oh, let me start picking on some of y'all. You don't need your favorite singer singing your favorite song. You don't need candles all around places. I'm not saying organ don't help. I'm not saying candles don't help. I'm not saying your singer don't help. I said need. Do you understand? Need is different. You don't need no worship before the word. You don't even need the word. I see I finished some of y'all. You, in your correct motives, if you never got exposed to the word, are living the word. Mm. I'm not making that up. That's in your Bible, Acts chapter two. I didn't make it up. That has nothing to do with me. It's in there, should you go read it. You don't need anybody to tap in. Stop shouting because people told you shout right here. You don't need a shout coordinator. You don't need an ATS class. You were God before you logged on. Period. Period. Before you logged on, you was already good enough. More than good. Superior. Exponentially sound. I can't teach you anything. I only remind you what the infinite intelligence in you already knows. So it's different between rich people. Can and I say this? You sure can. But you can. This this is fact right here. I'm not trying to be funny. It's real, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> but you can open your mouth. Yes. And flow with the flow that has been given to you to wake up and water the seeds that have been planted and hid within us, that it will sprout up within us to do that which was according to the purpose that we are here for. Mm, Just saying. Hey, you ain't said nothing wrong. Sound like you tapped in the source on your own. And got that. You understand what I'm saying? I receive it and believe. <laughs> That's it. Good, good. I'm just attempting to share with all of you that while offering water to plants and ancestors and putting your money in, on your altar for it to multiply before you actually use it, that you offer it to your ancestors and and creating a square or a triangle or a circle of candles works. Everything I said works. But that doesn't mean you need it. I'm I'm trying to get you to see what happens when you don't have a candle. So where's your power now? Was it in the candles or was it in you? What happens when you can't use your voice to offer sacrifice to your God, your ancestors? Was your voice your power or your vibration? 
I'm not telling you the tools that we use are not important. They are because faith without works is dead. But when you're a quadriplegic, mm. your work looks differently. Come on, help me somebody. He's not on this call right now, but the most person that should understand how powerful faith is should be Prophet Jerry. Because when you are stripped of what you can do, all you have left is your faith in your word and that's a word come on that now. is a word come on i need a i need a woman around here that had a man try to tear you all apart don't lie to me now i need somebody you, you better stop come on come on come on now come on now that's it come on this is a perfect time because it's especially if that man spiritually abused you you know what i'm talking about there's a such thing as spiritual abuse. Yes, it is. A man will whoop you with God and say, God said, you need to behave this way. Who know what I'm talking about? And standing about? in God's image when that ain't even the image of God. Now. Come on, Come on. Now. Come on. We don't act like that in my tribe. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to some folk who, who know some folk outside You're talking of to America. me. Okay, then. Okay. Come on, Susan. I'm listening. I, I didn't yeah. hit a vein right here. Um, I love the song, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Yes. I, I turn it up full blast. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. I know you, Grace agrees. Grace agrees for sure. Yeah. When women have been broken by a man, a significant other, and that woman, and let me tell you something, women will leave and say, you keep the house. I, I, I need somebody there. You on my street. Keep it all. You can keep the clothes. You can keep the dishes. You can keep the dog. Keep Everything. It all. Keep it all. Don't, I don't keep even need clothes. you to, you don't need split her, nothing. Her, her thing. Need split nothing. That woman says, I will rebuild off my word and my faith. Are you hearing me? When you are in such alignment to where you know my word and my faith is all I need, you're beginning to get what I'm saying. And sometimes, Rich. come on now, and sometimes life will break you but not punish you. Mm, 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 mm. It's a church song called Gracefully Broken. You know, just, just because, I think it's Tasha Cobb sings that. Just because I'm being broken doesn't mean I'm being punished. Woo! Okay, I'm making myself too happy. I got to keep going. I'm trying to get out of point number one, but I'm still stuck here. All right, she, I'm still stuck here, right? I need you to get that Prophet Jerry should have the greatest understanding Old preacher, another old preacher in my town said that when God told those folk and judges, get your cup and light your lantern, 
and go go defeat that big old army. Old preacher said, it's because God wanted them to know, Deanna, your hands ain't do nothing. God didn't say pick up a weapon. God said, get your cup. Light a lantern. How are you going to defeat an army with the light and a vessel that was loaded? Rewind, press play. You can always defeat an army with the light and being a vessel. You have to get to the point where you are in full connection by understanding I don't need anything to tap in. I can tap in in the middle of the worst day of my life. I've got a few prayers that I can't translate myself. Didn't even say a word, Frida. I'm not being general here. Antonio has a few prayers. Words didn't even get out. All I can do was make grunt sounds and wipe my eyes. And them prayers had more vibration on them than a lot of my other prayers when I was being selfish. Help me somebody. You understand? Sometimes when you say, I don't know how it's going to be done, but all I got left is my faith and my word. It's going to get done or I'm going to die in the process. What a powerful prayer that is. Amen. And, I, and I know there's some folk around here know about that. Ain't that right, Adrian? You understand. Now, amen. And I believe it. <laughs> I know you. And do. I believe it. I know and then you. And when do. people start taking stuff, look, my thing is with people right now, I'm in the process of learning and seeing. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out where my surrender is and everything yes. because you, if you're taking it from me, I think you're taking it from me so that I can become less than who I am. Mm. That's a problem already. Mm. So I'm, you speaking, you speaking mm. in this state. Because you know I'm thinking, take the shit because yes. damn it, that's I, what we got to do. Then I, fuck it. I done I, fell on my face 20 many times. I know one thing, God always picks me up. That's that, what I do know. That is actually, strangely enough, an appropriate vibration. <laughs> if you God, are, it really is. vibration because I'm telling you shit is wrong. And I'm like, oh, they got me fucked up right now because I've been trying to be nice. I'm in the, actually in the call learning how to humble myself and shit and do this the right way. And then you want to turn around and, oh, you're right, sucker. Please, Jesus, go on, show you truth so that God can go on and do what he do. So, so let, let, come on, so, God. So let me, let me catch that same calf. If I am holding, now this is me talking. I'm not talking to Asian, I'm talking to y'all about me. Do you understand? If and I'm the oppressor, everybody understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I am holding over Sister Booker's head, what I can do for her, mm-hmm. and Sister Booker receives that language and action, then I now become her provider. Can I push it further? Mm-hmm. Her God. Mm-hmm. So bring all the tides to my house where there could be meat on 38th Street. Shut up. 
Because I was told I was granted grace. I was told it. I was granted grace. I've been giving you grace. Who the hell? You? You've been giving grace? Oh, God don't give grace? Oh, shit. I got it all messed up. That's, that's, like, and we, I, all, we all go through it, right? What? So this you is a perfect... <laughs> no, this is, this is it. Grace? What the hell? This is why I wanted to do this on the last, last seven days, right? It, it fits right in to the next thing I want to say. You do not need to put power into your thoughts. The law of attraction does that. You need to put emotions into your thoughts. Put a pin in that. I'm coming around that cab with Adrian. You do not need to put power into your thoughts. The law of attraction puts power into your thoughts. But see, I'm saying that for people like Tempest, people like Antonio, people like Deanna. If you are an overthinker, would you make yourself known, please? Can I get all my overthinkers to... There, there you go. Get on, Caroline. <laughs> so to all you overthinkers that think you got to outthink God to get blessed, come on now, don't fool me now. You understand? All right, God, you, you, you up there doing something else. Let me, let me, I got it all right. I did this, I did that. I did, you know what I'm talking about. You don't have to do that. The universe puts power into your thoughts. You need to put emotions into your thoughts. Watch this. Your emotions let the law of attraction know which thoughts to put power in. Help me, somebody. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come here. That's fire. That's Come fire. On. Come here. I know you ain't never heard it before, but listen, yeah, listen break what? that down. I got get, you. Get in. I get in you. that. See, if the power ain't coming from you the the battle is not yours the power is not coming from you the emotion is but god don't know which one of these to bless until you get emotional about it rewind press plate young kid in the store Walmart. Mommy, mommy. I want this. No, sir. We're not getting it. Oh, man. Go down the next aisle. Ooh, mommy, mommy. I want this. No, sir. Oh, man. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go to daddy. Daddy, daddy. I want this. <laughs> What's your mama say? Yeah. Y'all know what it is. What's your mama say? What's your mama say? No, son. Mama said no. Mama, daddy, daddy, I want this. Go down to the next aisle. Get down to the fifth aisle. Son, stop. They keep walking. I don't even realize. They turn around. Son sitting there crying. Because he wants that bike so bad. Tears flowing from his eyes. Daddy walks over and says, now, son, I'm going to get you that one. Because that's the one you want. And I just stopped by here to tell some of you right now, I wish I had somebody, that you have a father. (laughs) That will notice. (laughs) (laughs) That will notice (laughs) what you really want. You don't need to put power 
into your thoughts. Mm. You need to put emotion into your thoughts. Mm. The law of attraction will see those emotions and put power in those thoughts. You have emotions, which is why thoughts plus emotions equals things, equals creations. Now, the problem with this Antonio is we got our emotions everywhere, don't we? Everywhere. Don't fool me now. Come on. Oh, now. over the don't place. Don't fool me. Come on now. Come on. Woo, my boss make me mad. I'm going to kill him. Oh, okay, okay, right there, right. Thank God for the time delay, huh? Right? <laughs> we got emotions everywhere. And hide the body. Hide the body. <laughs> emotions everywhere. So if you care about something enough, Arshia, comma, and have no resistance towards it, comma, or its process, comma, it will come flooding to you. All right. shout right now. <laughs> come on. Come on. All right, Grace, write it down so they can see it. It's right the things in the comma. That, it's the things it, in between right. them commas that's messing up the stuff. That's like your next servant, Adrian. It's like your next servant. <laughs> that's it. Creation is, is always completed. Always. Already. Already. Always. It's finished, the Bible says. It's finished. Finished. Always and already. If you care about something enough, this is that's if you care about something enough, comma, and you have no resistance towards it, comma, or its process. That's what see, that 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 right there get y'all. Or its process, it will come flooding to you. We got to break them all down now, Frida. We got to break them all down. The law of attraction is going to put power into whatever you care about. Mm -hmm. Now, you got to learn how to start caring about stuff that don't kill you, but we'll get to that in part two. The law of attraction is going to put stuff in what you care about. Now you have to, what did I, what did the first thing I said, number one, you have to get to the point that you have path of least resistance. That's why I start off with that. Once Tempest cares about cybersecurity, it needs to be the path of least resistance to get there. Anybody who does not support that in her life, thank you so much for being on my journey. The universe is now giving me new friends for this next part of my journey. Some of y'all just got blessed by that. Some of y'all taking old friends to the new Can I say boom? Can I say boom? Boom! <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, come on, Deanna. I'm listening. Come on. From personal experience, you can't take old friends into your on your new path. Not if they're not in alignment. You can't do it because they will keep you where you are. They won't understand. So they're going to, they only see you how they met you. They don't see you where you're going. Okay, I'm going to address that. Let me just tweak that a little bit. You will keep you where you are. You won't see where you going because you agree with their opinion. We're going to come back to it. Perfectly said, Diana. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. That's some so soup. That's is. some soup right there. It is. It is. So you, you are in charge of you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely right. Go ahead, Susan. And if you don't leave them behind, they will eventually leave. If you don't leave them behind, they will leave you out. Ooh, facts. That's good. Mm, that hurt. That hurt to hear, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that hurt to hear. The look I feel, there. feel that pain. <laughs> yeah, but I think we all got show yeah. you how and what you were supposed to do to them. That's right. That's fact. Hey, I completely, completely agree with all of you. If you know what you want, the universe will put power into what you want because you're emotional about it. Do you understand? Now that you're emotional about it, the universe says, oh, okay, that one. Just like the father, right? Oh, okay, got you. That one. You want that one. But the reason why you don't get it, I'm coming back to that in part two, is because you're resistant towards it. You're, you're not open. You have all, some of you said, but I got the emotion. I want this really bad. Yes, but you're resistant. No, I'm not. Okay. The people around you are resistant, which means you're resistant because you're vibrating at resistance. That's why they keep staying in your life. Mm. You can't have resistant people in your house and then argue and bicker with them all the time and act like you're not resistant. Mm. If your husband, if your wife, if your friend, your significant other, your booth thing, your side chick, however you float with your fancy, <laughs> if they always argue, don't mean you need to participate. I upset people mightily by not arguing. They get so upset with me, they think, what are the things I'm always accused of? I don't care. I, oh, I love this one. That's because you got what you want. That's, that's the favorite one, man. That's the favorite one. That's because you got what you want. No, it is simply because arguing with you gets rid of what I want. And I'm in that vibration to understand that because I understand that the universe is expanding and that's the power of trillions of nuclear bombs a second. And all I got to do, Jerry, is get just a fraction of that energy and get what I want. Only all of it. The energy that creates worlds. It can create my reality. That's for sure. Yes, ma'am. Our daughter was in um, the fourth grade and we were at her parent-teacher conference and she said, I just don't get it. She said, I have all these girls in this class. They're just bickering and fussing and comparing and fighting all the time, but they're all friends, but that's all they do every day. And then there's my daughter over there doing her own thing, just, you know, studying, reading, exploring and she said she just doesn't get involved in it 
She said, I don't know. I've raised boys, so I don't get these girls. And can you help me with this? And I said, she just doesn't choose to participate in that sort of thing. She knows what she wants. She's studying and learning and doing her own thing. And still that way today. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and that's why she's been blessed. And it starts as a young child. It's not yeah. something new that we're discovering now in, in our age now. Right. You watch your children and, and don't try to push those friendships on them. They know, they know what friends, most of the time, they know what friends in school that, that they attract. You know, they may bring someone home from school. And I've noticed that with my kids, you know, who they would choose to want to bring home, you know, after school to play and and it and their choices and most of the time they were always always good choices and i know that for me i brought one girl home that i don't even you know we don't didn't know why we liked each other we just knew we did and sometimes you just have to let them build that relationship outside of the classroom right absolutely and, yeah absolutely. because that's where you develop sometimes your lifelong friends you know, you may have one or two best friends that you can still relate to. And the rest of them, you don't even remember their names sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Guys are real good at that. We got best friends since kindergarten. You know, we keep the same best friends, same haircut, same football team, same everything. <laughs> we keep everything the same. Just to reiterate that one last thing. If, you, if you're emotional about something, you have to become resistant. Less, you have to become non-resistant mm -hmm. to what you're emotional about. Comma and its process. Athletes get in the zone, not because of what is physical, because it is a mental thing, but their athletic department and responsibilities have to keep them in the gym. Athletes who don't stay in the gym don't get into the zone as often mm. as athletes who are in the gym because you're resistant to the process. If you need to learn a new code, learn. You need to learn a new language, learn. You need to put your phone down, put it down. But you cannot be resistant to the process and think you will be blessed. Mm. you cannot you cannot you you it's a it, it is a lot of woke teachers with diabetes that don't fit <laughs> it is a lot of woke righteous conscious people that can't afford a plane ticket. That don't fit. I know you disagree with me because we live in an era where body shaming is bad. It should be bad, but being 600 pounds should not be celebrated either. You know, you hit something right there because I was looking at a site the other day and they literally had really big, bigger, like big, big, big girls. And I was trying to figure out 
what is that? Because it's like, like I know that I can post a picture and somebody will actually tag it like it's like it's offensive or something. But then I see that and it's like, I don't understand what what happened. Yeah, it's it's a both and thing. I like big women, thick women. You can be big and healthy. But there's a line you're walking when you push it too far, when you're not in moderation. There is a line when you don't control your portions, when you eat nothing but processed foods. You, can, you cannot be conscious and eat processed foods all the time. It's impossible because everything processed turns into sugar and then blocks your third eye clogs all your arteries you cannot do it this is why when as you climb the conscious ladder your diet will change i'm not telling you that you being thick is a bad thing i like being a thick chocolate man because i spent my whole life up until my 30s at 157 pounds not really what i wanted i got what i wanted i'm trimming down my stomach soon as I trim down my stomach, I will levitate and start glowing. That's all I need to do left. Do you understand? I don't need to do nothing else. Everything is proper. Sure, you should be what you are. But at the same time, you live in a world that is just fine with you being a weight you don't want. If you like your weight, I'm all with it. If you 600 pounds and like your weight, I'm with that. But if you ever said I need to lose weight and you're doing something that doesn't have the vibration of losing weight, I can't be in your reality. Now, on Thanksgiving, hey, I see you. Christmas, it's good. Twice a year. What we not doing is having you in my daily vibration. Mm. And that's not just with weight diet. If you said, I want to learn computer programming and I ain't seen you bought a computer or a program. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be in my daily vibration. Because that in itself is a vibration. You're positive, but correct people all day long. You can't be in my daily vibration. You're a mother, but mean to your children. You can't be in my vibration. Father that only believe in tough love. Tough love. You can't be in my daily vibration. I'm not telling you. That's not perfect. Every single being on planet Earth serves the one infinite intelligence, the one infinite creator. And all actions do that. I'm just telling you that I know my vibration and what I came here for. And anything that don't fit $100 billion, giving back to the world, creating a resource-based economy, cannot be in my daily vibration. And as much as you would like me to argue back and forth with you through text message. I don't even carry my phone. I don't. I got two phones, don't carry them. 
Because what I need to do right now, Jerry, is learn more code. And I can't learn code on the phone. You gotta be in the proper vibration. We're still in part one. We're moving rapidly, right on time. Now I need to teach you how to surrender. You're understanding surrender. Now let's teach you how to surrender. Ooh. Hmm. Rule number two, alignment in every area of your life should be your second goal. First goal is, where is the resistance? Yep, not over there. Nope, not going there. Second goal is now that I'm in the path of least resistance, I need to be in alignment. We got a lot to talk about here. When resistance is not important to you, Antonio, everything you want makes itself known to you out of obedience to your alignment. I'll repeat. When resistance is no longer important to you, everything that you desire shows up in your life almost immediately out of obedience to that alignment. If I cut your arm out of obedience to your heart, your blood will seep through that wound. Think about it. Have you ever cut yourself and your heart was like, no, 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 no. I'm not pumping no blood. You don't cut us. No. The heart is continuously pumping your blood. If you cut yourself out of obedience to the way your body is functioning, blood will come out. Please prove me wrong. I'm trying to tell you it is a natural it is a natural reaction of this universe that a uh, that an alignment that has no resistance all the desires of your heart must come. It's at this moment for the next 30 minutes this is the toughest it's going to get real tough i do apologize but i end on the joel osteen high note okay so it's good all right there you go there you go it's just it's tough it's gonna get tough i got on steel toe shoes i got on <laughs> okay steel toe you, you fit the needle you showed up feed the needle for sure alignment in every area of your life should be your second rule when you are resistance when resistance is not important to you now let me explain what resistance is you always needed to have the last word is resistance. Mm. I just, just lost 90% of my crowd right there, right there. You, know? you needing to be heard. Having to do that little sneak this. You know what I'm talking about? I don't understand. I just, I just don't, I don't understand why you. You in any form that doesn't say, you know what? Sister Booker was just perfect just now. She cussed me out perfectly. Something in me had a problem with that. She was perfect. Let me identify what was the problem in me and release that. Anything other than that is not alignment. 
Now, if Sister Booger cuts you out, you really messed up because you know she don't she don't get down like that. You know, she don't get down like that. You really messed up. You, you done you food around and touch one of her grandkids or something. And that's a whole different story. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a whole different story. You know, that's a, that's real deep that's a yeah, yeah. You bring out Evelyn there, from, you know, from the block. <laughs> you understand? Something like that. Yes. Alignment is incredibly important. And when you resist it, when you resist alignment, you have a bunch of stuff that I'm about to talk about next. But hold on. There's an infinite intelligence running through your body. You ain't got to believe it. But your heart do heart things without you telling it to. Your lungs do lung things without you telling it to. Your blood do blood things. Your T-cells do T-cell things. You understand. Your bones grew. You didn't go, okay, my name is Jerry Potter. We are for three weeks old. Bones. It's, it's your time now, right? You know, you didn't tell your bones to grow. There, you know, there was no schedule. No, your teeth cut them gums because there's something in your body that is still connected to source far smarter than you. And something in your body is most of your body. Most of what you are calling your life is still connected to source. Most of your human experience is mostly God. It's true. It's just scientifically true. I know you don't think about it, but it's my job to help you think about it. You didn't say, I need some vocal cords. You didn't build your DNA. You didn't nurture yourself in your mother's womb. You didn't even give birth to yourself there is so much of your human existence that is actually God existent. Mm. If I had to put a number, it'd be 90-10. You're 90% God, 10% human, which pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. It is pretty accurate. And understanding that, well then, if we're mostly God, why are we not getting what we want? Because we keep putting in our eyes, in our ears, in our mouths, and around us things that cloud that 90% God. From the food in our bodies to the friends that hurt our feelings consistently. If you think that we don't understand stuff. I'll tell you another story. Driving down the street, ambulance, woo, 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 all that stuff. Everybody pulls over because somebody's dying. And there's something we can do. Ambulance gets there, super emergency. They drive back to the hospital. Woo, 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 woo. Because somebody's dying. There's something we can do. Same paramedic gets the call. Antonio's dead. There is no sirens. No running stoplights. No rush. 
to the patient, to Antonio, or to the hospital, to the coroner, because there is nothing we can do. We fundamentally understand far more than what we consciously have observed. But when there is something to do, we act differently. Trick is, should we be doing the stuff that serves us a lot more than the stuff that doesn't? This is where it gets tough. Every time, Sandals. <laughs> Type this down, Grace. This is tough. <laughs> me, me, me. Every time you disconnect from your true path, you experience pain. Most of you have just become comfortable with being in pain. But that's not why you are here. How many of you, my hands up first, truly believed that in order to be human, pain was highly involved? Don't fool me now. Yeah, I grew up with it. How it go, Grace? Uh, man's life is but a few days. Come on, come on, Grace. Full of trouble. Full of trouble, right? And when you hear that over and over, you go, I ain't supposed to be in full of trouble. But you know what? Iranian man, we got this gas station in my black neighborhood. They ain't got as much trouble as me. That's a fair observation when I open my eyes. When you are going against source you, I just proved to you that most of you is source. My guess would be 90%. When you're going against that, the biological response is pain. But we stop listening to that pain because we've learned how to make pain look good. Mm. Let me just talk to middle-class folk for a moment. Put on some clean draws. Come on, y'all help me finish this out. <laughs> Put on some clean draws because somebody help me finish it. Come on now. So you know, you know, to go to the emergency room for the doctor. <laughs> People, you know, that's that's right. Make sure you clean. Put lotion on. All that shit. You never know. Never know when the ambulance, the, the ambulance, right? Never know when the ambulance gonna come pick you up. When we open that door, every room that that front door can see better be what? Clean. All right. Ain't that some shit? We know how to make the struggle look good. We know, Frida, how to go into the cupboard. Ain't no food in there. Get some bread. Put some butt on that bread. Shut up. That's like one of the favorite dishes. <laughs> I'm telling you that that's where the, I like bread and butter. Yeah. I like toast and jam. Well, <laughs> I, I like taste the holy bread. It's no, that's, 
That's a hundred percent. That's good. We know how to make the struggle look good. We've gotten real comfortable making sugar toast, ketchup sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches. We convinced ourselves top ramen noodles taste good. They nasty. <laughs> they are not good. They are not good. That's why you put the hot sauce in it and you put your own seasoning in it and you do all the other stuff. You chop up hot dogs and you put cheese in it and you or, or you jailhouse with it and you let it swell up real thick. Like, you know, all that stuff. If you got to do all that to something, it ain't Make a good. burrito with it with the Doritos. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that jailhouse right there. That's jailhouse right there. That's jailhouse right there. Only me, Adrian. Only me, Adrian. Sandra, know about that. They don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go ahead and move on. Yeah, that's that jailhouse stuff there. None of this stuff is good. But what we've done is instead of calibrating our alignment to owning the noodle factory, we're doing all the energy of owning the noodle factory for one bowl of noodles to make it taste good. Takes the same amount of energy to make a bowl of noodles taste good than to own the bowl of noodle company. It's the same energy. There's no different energy. There's no different energy. There's no, you can take they noodles, unpackage them, put them in a thing and get your own package of them. Take they noodles. You know what I'm saying? You do plenty. It's the same amount of energy, but we've gotten comfortable with being good. Now, here's your toughest part. I want everybody to just stop real quick and I want everybody to just say, you right. Just get to, before you even hear, just go, you right. You right. Okay, thank you so you're much. You right. right. Just go, you right. Just, all right, here we go. This is non-negotiable. Most of your beliefs do not serve you. And you know this for a fact because you have unfulfilled desires. Keep listening. Mm-hmm. Unfulfilled desires are 100% proof that your beliefs do not serve you. Keep listening. These beliefs that you're keeping in your head are not in alignment with your desires. They are in alignment with someone else's desire for you, someone else's opinion of you, someone else's thoughts you made your belief system. Some of you You've made other people's opinions, your moms, your dads, anybody else's, you've made their opinions facts. Others of you, you've made their opinions your belief systems or your world model. Rewind, press play. Most of your belief systems do not serve you. How do you know it don't serve me, Antonio? Because you don't have your desires. You're right. Thank you so much. This whole call has been building to this one moment. This is what you call the inciting incident of a movie. This is the one moment. This is the climax. And then the rest is an epilogue. This this is it. You don't get to skip this one. 
If you have unfulfilled desires, you have someone else's beliefs in you or you have beliefs that are do not work that are not working out for you. How do you want me to prove it? Because thoughts become things. So if all your thoughts are not becoming things, your thoughts and those beliefs in those thoughts, which is emotions, aren't serving you. That was new age thinking. Delight yourself in my ways. I'll give you the desires of your heart. That's Hebraic thinking. That's in the Torah. Can I throw some science in there? Go ahead, sir. Recent studies say that humans have a minimum of about 37,000 thoughts per day. 37,000 thoughts per day. Now, if you're my age and you calculate that up, you've thought over a billion thoughts easily. Wow. Talk about conditioning. So my question to myself was, <laughs> how do you correct a billion thoughts of course, not all of them were the wrong thoughts, but most of them you didn't even know you were having. Yeah, that's the return part of this section coming soon. I'm going to give it right now. Antonio. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Before you move on, it's like when you see women in their 50s, yeah. how all of a sudden they look happier and younger and more in style and all of those things because yeah. they committed to a husband into raising children and all of that. And, and they're not in alignment with their desires. I mean, they might've wanted to have kids, but not everything that goes along with the whole package of everything right. of, you know, what you give up in yourself and you see women, um, especially like my generation in their fifties, they blossom again. Right. You know, they get their hair fixed. They're, uh, they're out doing what they want. They're independent. Yep. The kids are growing. Now, the generations now that your generation, they and women, they're saying, look, I'm not, you know, I saw what struggles my parents had or my mom had, and I don't want that. You know, like, you know, what we've talked about before, people are not buying homes because they don't want to be tied down to the mortgage. They don't want to be married. They don't want to have kids. Um there's probably going to be yep. a smaller population um, in the United States, like the other countries that, mm -hmm. you know, limit the amount of children. So all of that, you know, there's much more awareness um, now than ever before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well said, both of you. I, I just read a study that sometime in 2063 or something, the, the population will start dwindling down just because what Susan just said. It'll, it'll start dwindling down. Let's pick up with Jerry. Jerry said, we got 37,000 thoughts a day. Now that we are in our 60s, our 70s, it's over a billion thoughts. I want to interject right there, but you don't have a billion things. But you didn't achieve a billion of your desires. So what brought this up, I'm going to answer Jerry's question. What brought this up was I said this, I'm going to say it again. 
I'm going to tell you, this is the hardest part, okay? This is the hardest part. Most of your beliefs do not serve you. And you... Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know this to be true because you have mostly unfulfilled desires. Unfulfilled desires are 100% proof that you have beliefs that do not serve you. Remember, thoughts plus emotions become things. Emotions are beliefs. Beliefs are emotions. Unfulfilled desires are 100% proof that you have thoughts, beliefs that do not serve you. Why? Because these beliefs that you have in you are not in alignment with source you, and they're not in alignment with your desires. They're in alignment with someone's opinion of you they're in alignment of someone's opinion when you get it. They're in alignment with your parents' opinion as they raised you. They're in alignment with your culture's opinion, white people's opinion. They're in alignment with someone else's opinion. And some of you made these opinion facts. Others of you, you didn't just make these opinion facts. You made them belief systems in a world model. And then Jerry said, you're right. Can I put science in there? And he said, you got 37,000 thoughts. And, and by that time, I got a billion thoughts. And I'm interjecting again, Frida, but you don't have a billion dollars. But you don't have, and I'm not talking about money. You don't have a billion of fulfilled thoughts, fulfilled desires. If you think about the ratio, you at 2% fulfilled of all the thoughts you've ever had. You're at 2% fulfillment. And it's not because you don't have the power. Remember, I told you earlier, you don't need to put power in your thoughts. The law of attraction does that. You need to put emotions in your thoughts, beliefs in your thoughts. The problem is, Monica, your beliefs ain't really your beliefs. They don't fit your model. So to answer Jerry's question, now skip a little bit. Grace, read that word for word. When you have been thinking for something for so long, the law of attraction keeps beating you in the head with this thing. Give yourself a break and allow all this momentum you have built up fade away. It may take a while. So Jerry's question was, well, how do we, I got a billion thoughts in this joint, Antonio. How do I unbillion this billion? You can't. Give yourself some slack. Cut yourself a break. That's called momentum. I like to say it, no, let me, I think Abraham Hicks says, you build momentum for these rockets of desires and you got all this momentum here. I like to say it this way, that we're all in this residual effect of what we planted. So you got a lot of harvest out here. You still got to walk past and you won't walk past it, not giving yourself a break. 
Because here's what's happening to most of you. You look at this BS harvest you don't want, and then you react to the harvest that you don't want. Only creating more harvest you don't want. Mm. Not taking responsibility that you put it there, so then you get mad that it's there, only to invisibly plant more of what's there. So the only way to make it out of your old paradigm, your old thinking, your old system of beliefs is know that you've changed today as of hearing me, but your harvest ain't coming here to next year. And you gotta relax and be fine with that. Because just because you don't get to see the harvest you desire doesn't mean it's not here. And most importantly, doesn't mean you shouldn't appreciate what you got now. The more you appreciate what you got now, the more that, har- that harvest has less effect. Before to get our Shia, let me tell you another story. Here is Daniel. Maybe you heard of him. He's in a lion's den. And those lions are lions, real lions, and they're hungry. And Daniel had enough good momentum to where the lions shut their mouth. Mm-hmm. Daniel was able to use what was going to kill him as pillows to get a good night rest. I'm trying to attempt here with telling you this illustration that the harvest in your life that you don't like is them lions you want that harvest to shut his mouth build up good momentum so when the weeds come out with all that poison that good momentum you're planting now will reap at the same time and when you get hurt you'll get happy Seconds apart. You get a car, but the transmission light will come on. No problem. But eventually, you keep Was that directed that good- at me? <laughs> My transmission just went out. <laughs> See, there you go. See, there you go. That's that mixed bag of harvest. But once you keep planting that good stuff, you get a new car with no problems. You get it? All right, come on, Ashia. I was going to say this. Last night, I had to um, release and I had to uh, let go of the process. Because this time, I couldn't wrestle with this one. (laughs) I could not wrestle with this. And this time, I was like, you know what? The waiting, it's not about me. It's about, I had to talk to myself last night. And I'm still working on this one now. It's fresh. And I said, it's about divine timing. And I said, when I, because I already have it, when it physically come to me, right? I said, because I want to give my best. I don't want to give my leftovers. I want to give my best in all areas of my life. So I, I had to rock myself to sleep with this one. Because for me, I like, I'm going to say it. 
if you know as a mother or anybody that's caring you want to find this plan this solution this solution but this time i had to let it go good Whew. it's still i'm still working on this it. it's fresh you you already won i'm so Ooh. proud of you and i'm telling you the energy that you just put out there you put out there last night will come back to you as good harvest multiplied hebrews would say press down what shaken runneth over you know I'm, I'm telling you it's called the principle of multiplication you plant one corn you get back an ear of corn you let go of one thing arshia you get back a tree of things you never have to let go help me somebody mm. somebody need to hear that do you understand <clears throat> all right let me back back up Jerry took us in the return. We're still in the surrender. Still teaching you how to surrender. The goal of surrendering here is I'm well, I'll tell you at the end. Hmm. Most of your beliefs are not yours. Most of your beliefs do not serve you. How do I know my beliefs don't serve you, Antonio? Because you've got a bunch of unfulfilled desires. And if you were sitting here right now with a bunch of unfulfilled desires, I'm talking to you. Oh, and if you just got a win and you think that erases those unfulfilled desires, you're still wrong. If you have a bunch of unfulfilled desires, God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask or think. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. Nor the desires of your heart being fulfilled. Old Testament, New Testament. It just hasn't happened. Why? Because thoughts plus beliefs equal creations. And your beliefs aren't matching your desires, therefore you're ending up with a bunch of empty yesterdays. Let me give you a belief that all of you have or have had at one point in your life. I just told one of that, I think I've told Grace, and it's a blow your mind. Holy crap, you mean that's not true? Committing adultery has nothing to do with sex. Look at that belief you got. Now, I speak Hebrew and Greek, so this is easier for me. You just do a word search, put in adultery origin. It means to destroy someone's property. So in fairness, it's real disrespectful when I make Sister Book a property and then say, should she be with somebody else? Not that she cheated on me but someone destroyed my property, deflowered my property, is basically how that's being used. So can you commit adultery through a sexual act? Yes, because women were property. Now, there's a lot of feminists here. You should kind of have a problem with that. But adultery does not mean sex. But the only way you've been hearing it is sex. Now, I'm not telling you right out here and just go sleep with everybody. That's not what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is, if that was in your head, that can be proven wrong with a Google search. How many more beliefs do you have? Let's push that further. How many people did you not pursue? Let me push that. Let me push it. Let me just walk even harder. I told you this is the hard section. Some of you are not with the person you truly desired. Mm. 
Because you stay with the one who is toxic because of this belief. <sighs> okay. Now that we are here, I told you we're going to get much better. I've been nice the whole time. Your third goal, write this down. I gave you two. Here's your third one. Or rule of understanding, whatever you want to say, is to know you are not, all caps, not, supposed to get into alignment, all caps only, only after you've suffered majorly. Your third rule, your third goal, is you're not supposed to just get into alignment only after you've suffered majorly. Listen to me. You listen to me doggone well. I know everybody on this call. There's not a single person on the, maybe one. There's not, because I don't know Sister Booker. She might be the only one. The rest of you, there's a single person on, not a single one of you. Get into alignment without suffering. I need you to change that. You do not have to suffer to get to alignment. Suffering is always here anyway. You don't need to add it to every area of your life. It's in our DNA. Yep. It's it in our DNA. Our ancestors passed that down to us. Yep. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And those ancestors are the most honest, beautiful people never cheated on their taxes, never stole nothing, died poor. While rich people with astronomers controlling 96% of the world's wealth. Think about that. I want you to think about the people we love the most are the people being abused the most. Mm. I live in the same world as y'all. I live on the same earth with an F. Same earth as y'all. You understand? Same one. Same one. I want you to start learning how to get into perfect vibration without suffering. Some of you just got a terrible relationship. You're in a good vibration. You're celibate now. That's because your heart got broke. Because you pick wrong again. Nothing wrong with that. If it gets you where you're going, get there. I'm trying to tell you Stop taking long roads all the time. But there are no mistakes in law of one, which I'm taking you out too fast by saying that. But there are no mistakes. He said the TH is solid. <laughs> there are no mistakes. If you continue to get in alignment through pain, you're still a sin. You're just taking a longer road. Do you hear me? And do you think, Arshia, all your roads got to be long. You get what I'm saying? Demonic. I got through saying, hell no. I yeah. did all the long road, the long roads, the valleys. I, I ain't got time for that no more. I understand, child. I ain't mad at you. I ain't trying to match you. I want all of you to learn how to get into least resistance and perfect alignment without having to enter suffering. That's the most powerful thing I've said so far. 
You don't practice it. I need you to develop a new spiritual practice. Your spiritual practice from now on, that's why it's called return and surrender, right? I want the way you surrender to source is to stop suffering. God don't suffer. Amen. You don't have to suffer to get something. Your spiritual practice is broken. Let me repeat those three rules to you. Tipper said I needed to hear that. Those three rules because we're going to part two. Rule number one, now that you are growing in awareness, the number one rule you should have in your life is to find the path, the path of least resistance in all things that you do. Number two, you need to get to alignment in every area of your life. And number three, I just said it, you do not, you are not supposed to only get into that alignment only when you suffered majorly. You need a new spiritual practice. Now, <laughs> fair enough. Now, part two is the return. So let me explain to you what surrender was now. Surrender is you knowing, and I've already proved this to you, you're 90% God. You didn't tell your bones to grow. You didn't tell your teeth to come out. You didn't tell your heart to pump. You didn't tell your nose to be a nose. You didn't tell your eyes to be symmetrical. You didn't tell yourself to have eyebrows. You didn't tell yourself to have a forehead. You didn't construct your DNA. You didn't give yourself vocal cords. Genuinely, 90% of your human experience is infinite intelligence. There's a medical word for that, involuntary. Your muscles, involuntary. Your heart beats involuntary. This is now the most powerful thing I've said so far. 90% of your human experience is infinite intelligence, is in his image, however you want to say it. 90% of what you call your human experience is tapped in the source. Always has been, always will be, and it is always tapped in. You've used the 10% to cloud that. Do you understand how powerful you are? If you could just, if I could just pop your head open just a little bit and pull in there, you are 90% God and ain't nobody out here smarter than you. Just the people who change this world tapped into that 90%. They didn't operate in the 10% like you've been taught. Everybody wants you to tie. Tie, that's 10%. But people like me do incredible things with the 90%. I act like 90% God with the 90% I got left. You are genuinely God on this earth. And it's okay to struggle. It's part of life. But God don't struggle. That means when you're in a situation you don't like, well, that's when you start appreciating. That's when the game gets fun. So now we're talking about 
surrender, I'm wrapping surrender up. Surrender means surrender to that 90%. You hear me? Return and surrender, but I took, I want to talk about surrender first and the longest because it was important. Jerry just basically said, I think it's 100%. Me too. <laughs> I think it's 100% myself. 90 just lets y'all go, okay, maybe. I said 100%. You'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can deal with 90. But I, I completely agree with you. 100%. 100%. I completely agree. Surrender is tapping to that 100% source you. That's what I mean by that. Now let's discuss return. Return to what? Source extension. I don't want you to return to source. Because you ain't coming back no more. <laughs> I want you to return to being source extension. That's where I sent that spider this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Back to source. It ain't coming back. <laughs> okay. I want you to return to source extension. Now let's put them together. When you return back to being God, you surrender to God. God don't struggle because God surrenders to God's self and just creates the solution inside the struggle. All right, let me keep going. Your fourth and maybe final goal, your fourth and final goal is you need to have a full understanding, word for word, Grace. You are, emphasis on are, you are the creator because you are the creator, emphasis on creator, of your own reality. If you need proof, you are the creator. You are, emphasis on are. Like, stop doubting that you are God. Stop doubting you can fix your situation in one nanosecond. Stop doubting you can have an 850 credit score now. Stop that because you are in his image. You are source. You are that. You are, you have that power. You too, should you believe, can take your hand off screen, come down with 5,000 pieces of fish and bread not counting women and children you can and what i'm gonna bring jesus up in a second and i'm gonna blow your mind when i'm about to say jesus in a little bit but you can because you are how do you know you are this when i say i said earlier like i smack you in the face you suck is what i said you got a bunch of unfulfilled desires how because you got belief system the same way that was a fact is the same way you know you God because you create your reality. The only dolphins can't create their reality. Come on, prove me wrong. Goldfish didn't build skyscrapers. Come on, help me out. Where is the parrot mimicking human attributes given theological treatises? When did a parrot disagree with somebody? I, you know, I didn't, I didn't agree with what Trump did. Only you have the conscious power to create your reality. And if you doubt that, have a child, let that child get about 12 and watch how much smarter that kid is than you think. And that's a fact. These kids get to 12 and start becoming super saiyans. You hear me? 
I'm telling you, you that's all right. You wait till your kid get 12. You'll see. They 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 get real. Damn, boy, you do that? Like, yeah, yes, I did. They did, didn't know it. You kids get 12 and they get spooky knowledge. They get crazy knowledge. I'm telling you, these kids are smart. You are the creator. That's your that's the fourth and final goal. I need you to know that you are the creator because you're the only species on the planet that creates. That's tough. It is. It is. You know, bees create hives, ants create mounds, so you can see the reflection of the yes. creator in them. Yes. But you create. You throw down in that kitchen, that's creation. You get to putting them ingredients together. When people start shutting up while they eating, you did good, Damali. You did good. You understand? <laughs> All that conversation stopped. Yeah, they like it, Susan. They like it. They like it a lot. <laughs> they like it a lot. Now, what comes back to you is what you're putting out. With rushing to a high note. Most of you have a mixed harvest. And that mixed harvest troubles you, Antonio, and it vexes your spirit. Because you spend most of your time responding to the things you've created, then accounting for the fact that you are the creator. And if you want new things, you just create. Let me repeat. Whatever you got in your life, you put out in your life. Most of you, if you're like most human beings, you have a mixed harvest. The problem with that is, and I don't know if y'all, Bobby, this is Shirley. I she's saying, I don't know if you're going to be cool or come out of a bag. So I don't know if you're going to be cool or I'm about to say or come out of a bag. I don't know. But most of you should admit, you know how to go through bad times. Once you say, oh, this is going to be bad. You just dig in. Uh, get some of that Crisco, put a little stick in there. We're going to, you know, we're going to make that a candle. Get that chicken grease. We're going to make that a candle. Get the, check them batteries. When you know it's bad, you adjust. You go, you know what? It's going to be bad. We here. Light's going to be off seven days. Let's just deal with it. Don't want to hear no complaining. Now I got five dollars. When we go in the store, come on now, help me out, somebody. Don't you ask for nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't touch nothing. We know you are not supposed to be in people's business like that. How am I supposed to know? Oh my god! I thought you was gonna pass over that because when you told the story about the store, he was able to ask three or four times, and he then sat his ass down and cried. That's I was thinking. He used to get that morning in the car. You bet not ask for nothing. Oh, no, that's right. Oh, no, that's right. He, he asked like five times, didn't he? Right? Listen, and sat down and cried. <laughs> Shit, it didn't get me. I think that was a beautiful story. That's why I said, I can't believe y'all brought that up. Damn. <laughs> so, y'all didn't come out of the bag on me. We know how to, we know how to get punched in the face. And if, if, if life says, Jerry, 
I'm knocking you out for the next 10 days. It just is what it is. I ain't fine. And we know how to be blessed. Jerry, oh, your season shall have no end. Here's 100 grand. Here's 270 grand. We know what to do with that. How many of y'all know right now, if I give you $350,000, you know right what to do with it. Come on now. All right, then. We know what to do with that. What we, but human beings and our core lose our damn mind in mixed harvest. We're not born for it. We're not born for it. We, we went from caves to skyscrapers. We're genuinely not born for the middle. We, we're just not. We went from social media to the metaverse. We don't understand mixed harvest. We don't. You ain't even said MySpace. Unless you be like, get out my space. We don't understand a mixed harvest. So when, if you have mixed harvest right now, your body is at acidic levels. Your homeostasis is off. You don't even smell as good as you could. This is why every time you see somebody get happy, their skin start glowing. Like literally your skin will start healing itself. But when it's mixed, you look like it's mixed. We don't do, human beings are not allowed to stop winning. We don't do that well. We know how to lose, we know how to win. But once you tell a human to just stop, they die. That's the human experience. Go ahead, Susan. It's like the middle child. Yes. They're My always God. They don't. You just made that make sense, Susan. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, the middle child is sitting in the mixed harvest. Jesus, what a good job, Susan. Oh, man. Okay, all right, then. That was good. That was good. We don't do mixed harvest well. So if you're listening to me, cut yourself some slack. Respect that the harvest is mixed and know you're about to do some major winning once this mix is done. There is no other way out of a mixed harvest. Oh, somebody need to hear this. Hey, that's the shot right there. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Just know, and God is perfectly with you, and it's okay. Because you can't, you can't unmix the harvest. You can't get rid of energy. It can never be created. It can never be destroyed. So the only thing to do is be still and know. That's it. Be still. Relax. Be okay with the struggle. Because all you're going to do, if, you, if you're not okay with the struggle, all you're going to do is max out your credit cards trying to prove you're not struggling. That's it. That's all you're going to do. You're going to have two jobs and two car notes. You got a car you can't afford. That broke on you. And then they rolled over the car you can't afford note on the new car you can't afford. Now you're driving one car with <laughs> you're driving one car with two car notes you can't afford. And that's okay. You're there. It's all right. Now be comfortable being there. And some of you are C, you need to get that car up and go get a Honda. Your credit is already a 400 anyway. Get you a cash car. You'll be all right. 
Rosa Parks says, sit on hey. the bus. Just sit in the front seat. Hey. So that's what I do. Hey. I'm I you, somebody asked me about my regrets. I said I only got three regrets, <clears throat> but the the other two, I, I don't. I'll tell you what my first two regrets was. I, I regret that I didn't slide down the five pole when I was five years old and L.A. Morgan on the field trip. I regret that. So I wound up becoming a fireman later on in life because of that regret. I guess that worked out for me because they called on me. I was like, I was praying. I didn't know what prayer was. I was like, please call me, please call me. And then when they called me, I got scared. That's the last time I've ever been scared in my life. No, genuinely, that's the last time I've ever been scared in my life. Last time. Second regret is, and this is more relevant to you all, is I don't remember my grandmother's last conversation. She's tattooed on my arm. She adopted me and she had a stroke and I was so lost and so caught up and I was joined the army. I was so that I genuinely can't remember her last conversation. And she stayed in a vegetable state for about seven years and had another stroke and it just took out. Like, it, yeah, it, it took out. The, the second stroke took out. I, I think she didn't want to do it no more, right? She, 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 second stroke, she had a second stroke, stayed in coma for a week and, and, and then she just gave up the ghost. But it kills me that I can't remember that last conversation because how can someone give their life for me and I don't remember what they said. So I encourage all of you, if you love people, start appreciating that conversation that you have with them. Or you'll be like me and you'll regret that. Those are my two regrets. But you remember what she did. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So because you remember what she did, that's the daily that Absolutely. you use as the example. Absolutely. I'm sure she said a lot of things to you. Oh, she said plenty, child. I'm sure she did. She had a, she had an hour lecture on the hot and ready. Hot and ready. Said, I'm sure she said a whole lot to you that day, seven yeah. years before. Yeah. 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 God yeah. worked like that. So yeah, you don't hear right. what she said, but trust me, you're probably telling us everything that she told you, you like every right. day. Like how you yeah. live is probably exactly what she gave you. Because Hey, I don't know, but I'm just no, saying. I'm That's the way you grab it, right? I'm glad God used you to tell me that I needed to hear that. I sure appreciate you. I really do. I really do. Go ahead, Susan. He's teaching the class. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> She's teaching the class. No doubt. So my third regret that I told, it was a radio show. Somebody they said, so, so I said, well, I said, I got a new regret, though. I have a new recent regret. It's like, oh, wow. It's got to be something big. I was like, you know what? It's actually bigger to me than the mother two. That's what I said. That's what I said. And he said, well, what is it? I waited till I was almost a billionaire to get dreads. I swear to God, that's my third regret. I'm not even joking to you. I'm dead serious. I'm waited. They weren't in style before. No, you yeah, that's right true. Before. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I, I waited till I was near untouchable. To say, oh well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's genuine, that's genuine for, for for me in a way I think, right? But you're right though, you're absolutely right. Anyway, I think the reason I'm bringing it up is because we spend a lot of our time in a mixed harvest, and it vexes us. Yeah. So when you've been thinking for something so long, as Jerry asked earlier, you got to cut yourself some slack. Now, when you see something as a problem. Source you does not. 
Source you never looks at your situation and sees a problem. Oh, you lying to yourself. Source you has never looked at your marriage and said, this is the problem. Source you looked at your marriage and said, oh, what a great opportunity. It's time for you to adopt that. It's time for you to own that. Your credit card situation right now, Source is excited about this opportunity for you to never be there again. Somebody needs to hear that. Your financial situation right now, Source is excited to for you to ascend past this so you never go through it again. Your relationship problems, never go through it again. Can I push it further, Grace? Jesus went to the cross and never had to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Source is never looking at your situation. For me and you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's so funny. The white man with the ponytail finished that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh look at that somebody just sent me sounds like a great topic to build Antonio my grandmother is teaching this class mm, mm, mm. you just see me standing here yeah I'm gonna go ahead and take that that was actually Najee dropping that knowledge on me I'm gonna go ahead and take that <laughs> go ahead and take that a few more things let's talk about well hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry let me get back to this opportunity. Tempest, change whole careers. At 38 years old, she's not 38. Don't you do me like that. Change whole careers. Are you frozen? You frozen? Uh-oh, I better call in. Can y'all hear me? Wave your hand if you can hear me. Okay, she frozen, all right. Lord, jumping in and that. All right, there we go. You went out? My computer restarted. Oh, your computer restarted. Well, you scan my computer. I'm sorry. You just scan my computer. You, you keep okay. that COVID computer stuff over there. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pass that stuff over here. <laughs> yeah, you put a mask on your computer. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> you know, booster shot. Yeah, you do something. <laughs> I forgot I was going to say it was good, too. <laughs> Got my computer over here scanned. Oh, Tempest. <laughs> Sorry, Tempest. <laughs> Not 38 years old. Changed her whole career. That, that 10% human side was like, oh my God. That, the 90% was like, what a great opportunity. What a great opportunity for us to remind you about deliberate creation. What a, y'all not hearing me. What a great opportunity, Birdman hands. What a great opportunity, right? What a great opportunity for us to show you you can manifest anything you want. And every time you're in a situation, Source You is doing that at all times. So the next time you're panicking, tap into the opportunity, not the problem. Now that was a word right there, Adrian. Let's talk about Jesus. Take the character. I'm with you. I'm yeah, okay. sitting here like, mm, that was a word. <laughs> Real talk. Take the character Jesus. I got three more things, four more things. Take the character. This is the first one of the four. Let's take the character Jesus. This is actually going to be my favorite part. <clears throat> Jesus <clears throat> healed all manner of diseases, is what the old preacher on the tree stump is saying. Freedom. 
Can I tell you why? what was revealed to me? I was minding my business. I was in meditation. This is honestly not true. I was minding my business. I get these little downloads. It's a long story, but anyway. I was minding my business. And source was like, put Jesus right here. Okay, no problem. Diseases. Okay, no problem. Nuh-uh. Not that way. You just let me type. Listen to this. The character Jesus, when Jesus healed all those diseases, it's because he was so connected to source energy that he never saw the person's disease. He only saw their wellness. Never saw the person's illness, only saw their wellness and pulled out of them their wellness. Just, <laughs> I'm minding my business, and they just we're gonna type from right here. Minding my business. Wow. Jesus healed illnesses because when Jesus looks at Jerry, Jesus says, Look how well you are. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. That's directly from Sorshaw. I am too young to talk like that. That is directly, <laughs> that's directly from source. You hear me? Every time source looks at Damali, look how well you are. Look how well you're doing. Shannon, look how well you're doing. Come on, man. Grace. I bet you was talking like that in your last life too. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> Grace, look how well you're doing. No, but you don't understand. I'm behind. You're behind so well. Look how well you're doing. Jesus saw wellness and pulled out through source energy the wellness. Why? Here's the shocker. Because only one can exist when you tapped into source. That 10% gave the illness. Jesus so tapped in. He saw that 90 pulled that out. I, I wish I had somebody right there. I need y'all to get that you are not struggling. 10% of you is struggling. There's a 90% wellness in you that I'm trying to pull out today. You are not doing bad. You are not behind. Everything is perfect because greater is he who's in you than he who is in the world. I can assure you, Damali, every time Source has looked at you, Source has been pleased. Oh, I just went off on the kids. I'm so pleased with you. It's why every time we do something unpleasing to source us, we feel bad, that conviction, because we know we're going against our wellness. Mm. Whoa, that just made me so, I didn't, that didn't come from me. (laughs) When you get this kind of alignment, 
every single time you experience something that does not serve you, the universe expands and you miss it. I got you. Excuse me, when you don't get into alignment, the universe is expanding every second. Trillions of nuclear weapon power at a, a second. And you miss it. But every time you're in alignment and things are, and you're in that flow, you get to tap into that energy. I teach my kids all the time they got superpowers. I genuinely teach my kids superpowers. I, they just stopped believing in Santa. I think YouTube told on me. <laughs> they think they just like two years ago. I think YouTube told on me. Ashley came through was like, "You bought those." Y'all gotta understand. Y'all gotta understand my 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 middle child. That boy is a monster. I'm telling you, he is something else. When I teach them that they have superpowers, because I genuinely believe it. I genuinely believe it. And the only thing they've ever heard from their daddy is their superheroes. And superheroes act a certain way. I've never told them anything else. I've, I've never given them the opposite of that thought. Because I genuinely, so I don't know what the hell my kids are thinking. I know you can't come give them low self-esteem, though. Their daddy's their biggest fan. I don't know how you can come and impress them. I'm already impressed. They got that. They got my impressedness. You understand? They don't need yours, which is how it should be, which is how it should be. Know that this universe is expanding, everlasting, ever expanding. It is moving so much. All you got to do is just tap into a fraction of that. You get everything you want. Last two things, the same thing twice. They sum up this lesson. You are source. I give it to you as I got it written, Grace. You ain't got to type it. I give it to you as I got it written. This last two things. You are source, period. Once you return in this vibration, see that? Return and surrender. Once you return to this vibration, everything around you surrenders. And every desire you have enters your experience, Tempest. You are source, period. When you surrender to this understanding, most of your essence that you call you has been here before and is far smarter than what you're experiencing, you automatically return to being source. Once you return this vibration, everything around you surrenders and you get everything you experience. Let's wrap this up. This is what I'm saying. You are source. And once you remember that most of your human experience is simply source wrapped in flesh. Everything around you must surrender. I truly, truly believe, <clears throat> well, actually know through 
many a sacred text. I'm going to explain to you now what I know. I know Jesus is an extension of source. <clears throat> yes, that's cool. I haven't offended anybody. I know you're an extension of source. Yes, cool. I know every knee will bow. You know why? Because once you become source, every knee has to bow. Every knee of depression, every knee of credit card debt. See what I'm doing? Every knee of your opposition, every knee of your desires, every knee of the sickness in your body, every knee of COVID must bow when you tap back in the source. Every knee. Every knee. I promise you. When you tap back in, you don't have to run no more. You don't need to hide. You don't need to zip. You don't have to struggle. Everything about you is great. And there is something so important that you are God walking on earth. I don't know how to speed you up, but I am here to tell you everything must bow in front of you. I know you've been molested. I know your daddy didn't take care of you. I know your relationship has a question mark by it. And you pray. And you pray for things to change. But if you just become source, Every knee has to bow. Some of these knees don't deserve to be in your reality. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can't dominate. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you New Year's Eve. Damn. <laughs> New Year's <laughs> Eve? Damn, for real, what day is it? Shit. <laughs> it's it's Christmas. It's New Year's Eve. It's a few more. days, ain't it? Damn. Yes, man. I knew uh-huh. it's not changed. Yeah, I didn't right. want it. <laughs> yeah, I have a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Antonio T. Smith Jr., and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this Pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with Pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, 
but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement. If you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money. If you are spiritual, but broke. And if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. And you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix part one, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. 
Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force. And I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies. Out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. 
What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared, over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy Harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is 
you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Hey, everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr., and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I wanna talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it. 
or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. You're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix part one, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I wanna tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called 
ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. This Denzel create characters that we remember forever. This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you this pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein 
scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought what is the greatest form of energy thought energy a thought over and over and over moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again it takes infinity to destroy what has been created so in order to become a force someone like me must teach you how to put your energy harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much you see it so much it is so it is so tangible that it gains its own speed and then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration so this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can 
دامنه ایم.